0: Why he fighting fighting this? Why he what, what 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 is his goal? Do you
1: understand
0: the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the immigrant section. It's your boy Abbas Wahab. Thanks for tuning in. We got another. Great episode for y'all today in the studio with me. Uh, very excited about this guest. Uh, I MC'd a Taste of Middle East festival a couple weeks back, and I met this gentleman there. He went up uh, to share a few words on behalf of his department. So let's put it all up. I always assume it's like an audience, but uh, mm. put it together for my guy Constable Mir Minhaj Lodi. What do you say? It. Thank you, boss, for
2: having me. And you said my name perfectly. Uh, I've been practicing yes. over a hundred episodes. There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, thank you for having me. I'm really honored to be here. I'm and honored to have you. Yeah. I've I've never had a police officer in the fact that you're in uniform is the best. Well, okay.
2: My position is, you know, I'm the South West Asian liaison officer. So. I've attended. Uh, I attend a lot of meetings, and I've been on a lot of shows. a Lot Omni. I have my own radio show every Mondays, right? Um, so well, what? No, what,
0: uh, what station? We we, uh, we include it all at the end, but just oh, mention it right now. Oh, it's, so every Monday?
2: Yeah. Uh, um, uh, sorry, every Monday, five thirty p.m. Yeah. uh FM. Okay. And uh, I just like. What I, I ta- you chat about. Well. It's, uh, it's mostly catered to the South Asian community. Gotcha. So whatever is unique to that community, whether it's frauds or scams. Uh, for example, I sp- spoke so you about say, wedding guys, scams. say, guys, don't do
0: frauds, yeah. guys. Come yeah. on,
2: guys. No, no, no. We're piecing o- it together, guys. <laughs> no, it's the opposite. <laughs> I tell them how to educate because, you know, I always get asked as a police officer, when are, when are all these revenue uh, Canada scams going to stop? It's going to stop when you stop falling for it. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Because if there's well, money to be made. Yes, it's going to keep going. When there's a demand, there'll yeah. be a supply. Perfect. Right. So, they my job cut down big time. They did because people are being educated, and, and that's what I'm doing. Right. I'm educating people. I'm saying, look, you know, Revenue Canada, they're not going to threaten you. We're, you know, the Toronto Police, we're not going to come after you. It's a separate department. So, for example, last week I talked about wedding scams, and you know, uh, how, how does a wedding scam go? Oh my God! <laughs> Everything. You name it. So there are two subjects. One was about marriage scam. Yeah. Uh, you know, people professing their love to you, and then they're only coming here for a visa. That's gotcha, gotcha. for papers. Yes. That's been happening for 60 years, yes. 100 and, years. And unfortunately, some Canadians are in on it as well. Gotcha. Right? But it's see, probably
0: money people are paying, right?
2: It's very lucrative. Anywhere from twenty to $150,000. Jesus Christ. This is essentially
0: to get you your PR and yes. effectively your Canadian yes. citizenship. That's, yes,
2: And see, what people understand is Everything's based on a on, on an honor system in Canada, and if you keep on, you know, doing these things, they're gonna get stronger
0: and tougher, yeah, 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 and make it harder <laughs> for everybody else, right? To come in, yeah, yeah, so. It's not worth like it. Like, it's a cycle. It's all connected. Yeah. It's like, guys, the more this... And it's, what you were saying about the um, the phone, the CRA's yeah. phone scams for your for you guys in America, it's probably the same thing with the IRS. Same kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but sometimes I listen to them and I laugh and I'm like, man, fresh immigrants are definitely falling for this. Yes, Because yes. it's like,
1: uh,
0: this threatens everything. I've worked yeah. so hard to get here. Let me just pay this yeah. and stop this problem right yes. now, you know? Yes. Well, but... You, you you know, Abbas, what I always tell people?
2: Do your due diligence, right? Yeah. That's all it takes, and you're and, and it will stop you from being a victim. It will stop you from losing thousands of dollars. All you have to do is, like, Google say, it, essentially. Google it. Yeah. Call Call Revenue Canada. Say, hey, listen, uh, one of your officers called me. I just want to confirm this. Yeah.
0: That's all you but have to do. But don't call 911, though. No. They got, they got no. more shit to exactly. handle. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Super. I don't oh. even know where to start. I know we got to get you out of here pretty quick because, you know, you're literally doing cop duties. Yeah. No justification. Yeah. What's funny is as you parked here, yeah. normally I have to tell people how to park so they yeah. don't get parking enforcement stuff. Yeah. And I was about to explain it. I'm like, yeah, hey, you're a freaking thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter for you. Yeah. But uh actually, before we continue, do you have the power to mess with any parking tickets because i got i got stuff i need help you know, with you, you know what <laughs> i've gotten parking tickets yeah not that many but a few and i paid for it oh come on yeah. don't do that don't give me with separate, that separate stuff. apartment oh separate. come on you're trying to help that you're paying for it for the immigrants to come no 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 <laughs> seriously parking
2: I, i've gotten a few tickets and one one ticket i got i'll tell you what ticked me off uh i was i was out with the family for dinner on danforth and I just came back from Saudi Arabia a month later. And in Saudi Arabia, it's so you can park anywhere you want. You go to a restaurant; there's no taxes. Whatever you pay for, or whatever you see on the menu, that's what you yeah, pay that's for. That's the price. Right? So we went to this nice restaurant. And then um, after I came back, we went with two two friends. Yeah. Um, after we came back, we all got parking tickets because it went up above the time, and it ruined our evening. Uh-huh. So. It's like, I was like, oh, God. Like, I I could see why people get upset, right? Like, I already paid, and then I'm like, whatever limit, right? I think it was 15 minutes over. And these guys were quick. Like, they were right on the dot. Relentless.
0: Yeah. I've seen them on Queen Queen Street, no parking as of 3.30. I remember seeing them at 3.27 with three tow trucks ready. Well, (laughs) now, mind you, they
2: do have a job to do. Of course. And their job is to always clear the roadway. Right, to make sure it's flow. And, and so I understand, right? But it was just like, oh, it kind of ruined our evening. Yeah. So I understand how people feel. But like I said, I have paid my parking tickets.
0: Hey, I respect you and right. I respect these institutions. But yes. you know what? I hate those parking enforcers. <laughs> no, listen. I hate them. Okay? No, I, I'm <laughs> telling I, you. I consider it a tax. I get hit so much. I'm like, this is a Toronto tax.
2: Well, let me put it this way those guys, I know a lot of them. They are truly hardworking guys and they mean well, they have a job to do. Right? I, I know, I know. But, but I'll tell you what it is, okay, for them. Um, that's your job is just to, to enforce the roads, right? But here's another thing. Uh, downtown, if you know it, if you've been to Young Street, of course. it's a lot better than it used to be. Before, people used to park on live lanes during rush hour, you know, getting a coffee or whatever. But thanks to our park enforcement unit, like I, I've driven a few times, it's pretty much clear.
0: Right? Oh, absolutely. And,
2: and, you know, even other times well, people, ignorant Because I've been towed from there.
0: Yeah, I've been towed. There you go. From there. I was, uh, well, I was well, new to the city. I got towed right out of there.
2: My biggest thing, too, is how people are ignorant and they'll park and fire disabled routes.
0: Okay, yeah. But that, you just got to get one of those $150 tickets yeah. or you get towed to yeah. learn but one boss, time.
2: I'm telling you, some people just don't get it, man. Yeah?
0: Like when I check their records they
2: uh, like it's over they're doing the same thing over and over again.
0: Parking infractions show up on your system when you check people's stuff? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, so okay. You you grew up in Parkdale? So, yes. So, uh were you born Ooh. in Canada? Uh, I was born in India.
2: Yeah. Hyderabad, India. Yeah. Uh, we came in 1981. Yeah. And How old were you? I was 4 years old. Okay, so yeah. I came when I was 6. Oh, were you? Yeah, 97. Okay. okay. And man, Parkdale was tough.
0: My girlfriend was just living in Dunn up until a month ago, oh. 131
2: half. No, it was, it was a lot different back then. Yeah, Worse, I'm, I'm assuming? Way worse. Yeah, Like, you know, uh, uh, for example, uh, Nabil Farms was a big thing in Parkdale, right? So I'd be, my mom, my brother, and I, we would take our shopping cart uh, once a week to Nabil Farms and back, and you would hear people yell, like, you know, the P word, right? Yeah. Go home. That oh, was a big thing back like in the day. Yeah. yeah, walking and then you'd and the hate. Yeah, and oh. then even me as a kid, I'd be walking with my friends on Queen Street. Yeah, uh, because that was the Queen Street in particular was like the Young Street. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right there was yeah. actually an arcade store we all used to go to, and there was a gym. Whenever WWE wrestlers were in town, yeah, they would work out at that gym, Gold's Gym. Okay, yeah. So it was quite, Yeah, and then that's I, like the Arnold Gym. And yeah, yeah. And I'd be walking with my friends, and most of my friends back then were West Indian. Yeah. And yeah, we'd be called racial slurs just all, by grown men all the time. Yeah, and how old were you guys? I was like, I was, a, I was a baby. I was six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine years old. That's wild to me. To I think. know man. it was eighties. Were was tough, and even the stories that you see hear from like uh, ra- ra- racialized police officers. Yeah, uh, some of the hate crime that used to go on. Yeah, right. Just, Internally, or are you talking about? Oh, like, externally. Yeah, externally, yeah, yeah, externally, yeah gotcha, Right. Gotcha. It's just, uh, it's just, it's really sad. But, but we've come a long way, though.
0: I gotta ask this. Yeah. When you were a kid yeah. and you and your friends played cops and robbers, yeah. did you? were you a cop? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was always on the good side. Yeah, yeah. So did you? when did you know you're like, I want to be a cop? Or did you fall into, do you fall into like police enforcement? I don't know how it okay. goes. So in Parkdale, there was a uh, substation. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, it was 14 division, uh, right on Queen. Yeah. And those officers were great. Yeah. They're very community oriented, very friendly. And I used to interact with them. And ever since then, I was like, okay, this is had something a good vibe I'm interested from in. Them, yeah. But what really made me want to be a police officer was somebody stole my bike, and I said, I'm going to get this person, become a police officer, investigate it, and find out who stole my bike. Because in the '80s, we didn't have that much money, and uh, my parents saved up a lot to buy me this bike. It was a hundred dollars. So imagine that's like a three, four hundred dollar bike now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right for the '80s. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was careless. I left it. It was stolen. And that's what made me say, okay, I want to be a cop.
0: Did you go home and say it got stolen? Or were you like, I got to investigate right now. I, could, no, I can't no, go home without this no. bike.
2: No, I was a kid. Yeah. So I went up. I got in trouble, obviously, right? Of course, right, yeah. Uh, for being careless. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I told, told my mom and dad...
0: Uh, so it wasn't very nice. So from that moment, you just, that thing was in you? Yes. And right after high school, you, like, how did it go down for you? Like, because now, so I have a lot of friends who've done police foundations. Yeah. And then I find out police foundations doesn't get you into police work. In fact, a degree is easier as a cop. Isn't it easier to become a cop with a degree? So let me put it this way. Yeah. I can speak for the Toronto Police Service because I've worked with our
2: uh, talent acquisition. Okay. Um, Damn, uh, headhunters, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> so what it is is, they're going to look for the best. And you, as a citizen of Toronto, would want the best. Naturally. Right? Yeah. So what we do is, we it's very competitive, right? For example, these 150 spots, you can have anywhere from five to 15,000 apply for that 150. From so, all over the country. All over, right? No, uh, yeah. But, um, so obviously you want the best, right? That's not to say that we we have hired people from Police Foundation, right? Right? So don't get me wrong. Gotcha. We have hired people from Police Foundation, but, but the bulk. Well, I I don't know statistically uh, uh, for the last two recruiting classes. Yeah, like none of this stuff is like but, no one's gonna. Yeah, but I know from from you know they're gonna seek the best. Yes. So obviously, if you have a degree. Yes. And you know, diploma degree is a little bit more outstanding. But here's another problem that now that you mentioned it, boss. Most of the, I'm very interactive with with a lot of people uh, on my Facebook and Instagram because I I like to give advice, and what I've been finding a lot of people. They just decided one day to, uh, they woke up one day and they want to be a cop. They're like, okay, I'm going to take police foundations, right? Or they'll just start volunteering, you know, just before. We know that, right? Gotcha, yeah. You have to, like, you know, we look for people with good moral character. So I'll tell you for me, for example, this is amazing. I was 13, 14, and I said, uh, uh, by 1998, I'm going to become a police officer. And by 1998, I joined the Toronto Police as a court officer, 2000, I became a police officer, but I almost achieved my goal. But guess what? I was doing volunteer work since the age of 14, 15, and when I got uh, closer to 18, uh, as an adult, I actually read. I I did volunteer work for Big Brother. Yeah. Not obviously to help me as well, right on my resume. Naturally, sure, yeah. but I did it because I'm like, hey, you know what? You know, there are some young young kids out there that don't have a mentor or whatever. I want to I want to be there, right? So. Even before I applied, I was doing volunteering work. But what I've been finding with a lot of people, like I said, they just, just wake up. They just wake up, want to be cop, and then they start to do all these. things. And that's
0: suspect because, like, a sustained effort in trying to get in that shows, like you were saying, that yeah. that puts you higher up in the hierarchy of exactly. quality yes. candidates yes. versus someone with just like it came to me in a dream. Yeah, I'm to enforce the law. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> like so. that's you guys are like okay, let's yeah. do another psychological yeah. test. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, in the '80s, right?
2: Uh, like I said. I, w- I when I when I used to meet with these officers, I'm like, hey, this seems good. But after my bike was stolen, I'm like, okay, I want to be a cop, right? But you know, you watch you watch a lot of movies. Bruce Lee. I was a big Bruce, Bruce Lee fan in the '80s, uh, just Hell like yeah. a typical kid, right? Yeah, yeah. And and all that stuff. I always wanted to. I always wanted to help people and put the bad guys away, right? And and you have to have that in you to be a police officer, right? And you know. Don't join the police service because, yeah, we have a nice salary or because of our benefits. It should be in you. It should be in your heart. Gotcha. I
0: love that. And when I talk to people, I can kind of figure it out too. Yeah. I mean, I I imagine you've been a cop for what? Decades now, I'm assuming. Uh, uh,
2: 20 years as a police officer. Yeah. I mean, I think
0: that's going to give you a good instantaneous judge of character and judge of like.
2: And I'll tell you about this. If I do see somebody that I think, you know, hey, hey, they'll
0: be uh, an asset to the Toronto Police Service. I will help them. Yeah. Yeah. Have you you met people that have no interest in being a cop and you're like, you should maybe think about it. Yes. They were like the perfect candidate, like character. Here's the thing. Yeah. Okay. I don't,
2: I have done that. I'm like, hey, you know, maybe you should think of this as a career. But the reason why I don't push them is this job is not for everybody, man. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I was at 32 division for 18 years. And then I went to 23 division uh, from 2018 to 2020, which is Rexdale. And... The Rexdale is a rough area, right? It's a rough area. One of my first calls was a person was shot six times and I, and I was around the corner. I did CPR, right? Jesus. And what's sad about Rexdale as well is it has one of the highest poverty rates, right? But also like a lot of young people, like I I came across a lot of young, I would go to calls with young people dying either from heart attacks or overdoses. Heart attacks as a result of what? So here's, here's the thing. Um, Uh, 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 cholesterol, heart disease is rampant in the South Asian community. Even in young people, huh? Even young people. Damn. And just because you eat healthy yeah. and you work out doesn't mean anything. You got to get the inside checked out, right? And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I always try to send this message across to a lot of South Asians because I did a three-month three course at Brampton Civic regarding this. And if you ask any doctors, you know, in Brampton Civic Hospital, whatever, they will tell you there's a lot of young S- South Asian men that are undiagnosed, right? And it's because... Uh, mostly from genes uh, issues, so it was really sad to see all these. So I'm like, you know, this job is not meant for everybody, right? And um, and and like it's been tough, right? Like I, I, you know, uh, I could tell you a lot of
0: stories, right? Like I gotta ask this. Yeah. <laughs> you're as a as a young like you're new in the force. Yeah. You got all these like ambitions. I'm gonna fucking save the world and everything, right? Yeah. yeah. How long does it take before like? reality sets in as a cop like where you like you know the term jaded right yeah For cops like a cop yeah. you've been on the force so long nothing phases you like yeah. you're phased you're not emotionally like like absent mm-hmm. but it's just like things aren't gonna give you that much uh you know mental toil at at least in the moment you know how to get through it like does it is it years of just like what the like you come no. home like what the fuck was that or do you still have that? I still
1: have that.
2: Yeah? Yes. It, because every situation is different. You're always dealing with people. And it's very important as police officers because not only do we enforce the law, but we're social workers, you know, uh, we have to show a lot of compassion, right? And every call I used to go to, I'm in the community business now, but when I used to be on the road, every call I used to go to, I always used to show compassion, caring. And um, and, and no matter even if I did the call a thousand times, every single call I would always show compassion because to that person like whatever incident right whether uh, you know being a victim of an assault or a fraud for us living in Canada that's a huge thing because we're not we don't we're not in a war torn country no, or no, no. or where these lawlessness right like we are in a country where peace is like peace. the default here yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. i understand when i go to these calls, hey you know what it is big for you and i'm going to show you that compassion
0: damn yeah like uh, with this type of work mm-hmm. There's been a lot of push recently for like people being like, you know, all the stuff in the States. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, the only way to solve all this crazy shit is body cams, body cams. And then I guess police officers themselves are pushing back. Like, I don't want body cams. Or like, what is your feeling? What's, what is it? Like, should, would body cams fix everything? No,
2: body cams are not going to fix everything, but it will fix most things. And I will tell you, most police officers do support it, believe it or not.
0: Yes. Okay.
2: Number one. Uh, it will show the incident. Yeah. Right. Uh, number two, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, it will stop any frivolous uh, uh, allegations against us as well. Unfortunately, I've been, uh, you know, a recipient of, of fake, uh, sorry, false claims. Yeah. yeah. So, and there was no video cameras back then. Yeah. Right. But. But in the, that scenario, the yeah. cops' word is going to be not necessarily. Really? No. No. I will tell you this. Yeah. I've had a few times where you know surgeons would approach me. Yeah. With uh,
0: sergeants, you said sergeants. So yeah, what happens gotcha.
2: if you w- when you go to the station to complain?
1: Yeah, a supervisor like will me immediately as a citizen. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: A supervisor will immediately uh, uh, com- uh, uh, start an investigation. Gotcha. Right, and you know it, it starts from there. Right. So I've been approached by you know supervisors in the past questioning me, and I'm like, no, this is this is what actually happened. Yeah. So at least with 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 the uh, body worn cameras, they can see what, what happened.
0: happened. Yeah, yeah. So w- why?
2: Why haven't they just be, been issued? Like, just they aren't. So it, So remember, everything takes time. Yeah. Right? You can't, you know, you can't. So what happens with the Toronto Police Service? Because it's an expensive project, Yeah, th- we have to have trials to make sure which camera uh, is best suited for us. Gotcha. Right? Oh, there's models. These and- different models, right? You have to find the ones that, that can um, uh, work with whatever systems we have that, that are compatible with our system. Right, and then so for example, when I was at twenty three, my division was picked as a pilot project. Okay, so I had a chance to uh, to uh, to use all three cameras, right, and uh, and to determine which is the most the, the best one and accessible.
0: So, from what I do, you, is it is it you're supposed to be the protocol would be you click record when you get out to ghost? or is it always record?
2: No, uh, the protocol is whenever we interact yes. with a member, yeah,
0: we turn it on. Gotcha.
2: Or or any other situation where we where we deem.
0: But then that, that leaves it open for some officers to be like, I forgot to turn it on at that time, right?
2: Well, then you're going to be in big trouble. So gotcha. you not do that, yeah.
0: So if you forgot to turn it on yeah. and the citizen is making a complaint about the way they were treated, it doesn't look good for you. No. Gotcha. But
2: see, we've had – so I'll tell you how it is. It's
0: not like they'll just
2: put a camera on our uh, chest. I thought that's how it was. No, 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 no. no. You actually are trained. Yeah. You do a course at the college. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a trial with it. So, so what so do they put it? It's your, not here? It's right here. It's right here. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, um, so, you know, they're training on muscle memory, right, to turn it on and stuff. Yeah. But here's the only problem with cameras. It doesn't read your mind. Mm. So, you know, like when I'm dealing with somebody, it's not going to obviously show that person's emotions maybe or what's in on their mind. It will just show the actions, right? Yeah. So, um, and, you know, depending upon which angle the camera is in, it may not tell the whole story. Gotcha. But
0: nevertheless, I'm very supportive of it, and um, and and I know majority of police officers are. Did they, is there an initiative in the Toronto policing department to be like body cams on everyone by 2025? You know, they always spit out a number going like all electric by 2030 or well, something see, like that. Well,
2: yeah, uh, I'm not sure when the date is, but not every police officer is going to be equipped, right? The officers that are responding to calls, yes, are uh, the priority yeah, okay. of getting these, and then eventually it will be moved on to officers like me who are in the community units to have them as well. But because I don't, um, you know, I don't respond to calls right now. Yeah. There's no need for me to have it. It, It's, it's a higher of importance for the officers who are responding to these calls.
0: Uh, They call first responders or is that, is that just like a ambulance term?
2: No, no. First responders are police, ambulance and fire. Mm. Yeah. Well, I,
0: okay. This is, I
2: have done CPR. Sometimes I, in the past, you were just saying with the bullet holes, Yeah. even others, like uh, I'll be the first uh, on, when you call 911, you're going to get fire, ambulance, and police for mm-hmm. a medical emergency. And the reason for that is all of us are trained, highly trained in first aid. So whoever gets their first has to render first aid. There has been times where I've arrived before ambulance and I've rendered first aid, like CPR. For example, on my way here, I came across a collision. Yeah.
0: Right? And Which was hilarious, by the way, because yeah. you gave me a call. Hey, I just came by a big accident. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to handle this before I come by. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sick. The cops call me. I'm like, handle it. Yeah, well, dude, man, do it.
2: <laughs> it was a busy intersection. Yeah. Debris everywhere. High impact collision, two babies in one car. Jesus, uh, you know the, uh, the other car. Females complaining about chest pains. Who do I go to? Do I go to the baby or do I go to the woman? Right.
0: Yeah. And oh, um, do you have like a triage thing that they tell you, like address these, address pregnant first, address elderly. Second, you, you you well, or you, do you just got to you, make your discretion.
2: You well you, ever the most serious injury. Gotcha. Right. And fire came three minutes after I arrived, but the paramedics. I think it was a busy day they didn't come till 15 minutes later. Wow. So I'm run, rend- you know, I'm rendering first date. Yeah, they hit that parties. bag of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> they yeah. hid it, you know, so, what I mean? they like hide that shit. So it's just like, yeah, so for me it's just uh uh you know, if whoever comes first, yeah, has they, to, they have yeah. the
0: responsibility. Yeah, cuz cuz if you stop breathing, you become brain dead in like pretty much ten minutes, right? So well, it's like four, you, they say
2: after four minutes, we uh, can start causing brain damage.
0: Yeah, and they say like ten, you're like done, pretty yeah. much. Like if you yeah. have no oxygen. Yes. So you have to whoever it doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. Administer it until the professionals, and you cannot stop until the ambulance or yes. someone takes over or right?
2: until you get tired. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, folks, <laughs> yeah. chest compressions. Right. Dush, Keep on One. doing it till the ambulance comes, and I urge everybody to get first aid. It is amazing right? I just had my, uh, so every year we have to get renewed for our, our first aid. Yeah. So I just did mine and I'm so glad I did. Um, not that I forgot how to do it, but it's always, like there's always new things. It's like everything else, first aid is is, is evolving. So sometimes, I'll, remember in the beginning, first aid was only 15 compressions? Yeah. Now it's 30. Mm-hmm. And the FSI is more on the chest compressions than you do on the breathing, right? Really? So it's really good to have, especially if you have kids, invest on those three days, Right, get it? Yeah, I get
0: it. I, I used to get. Uh, I did when I when I was seventeen. I would joined yeah. the naval reserves, okay. so I did boot camp, and I was in the reserves for some years. Mm-hmm. So I used to do uh, first aid with them every because because it's a similar thing where they want you to have it fresh. Yeah. So every year you would do it, and yeah. I would just you know it's like a paid thing. So I would always I'd be like eighteen. I'd be getting yeah. first aid every year. So I actually know this first aid process like pretty damn well. well why will not you?
2: Why wouldn't you want to know how to save your life or someone else's life? Right, especially if you have kids, right? Like, you have this opportunity to learn and to to do these stuff. Why not take advantage of it?
0: I, I agree. I yeah. like the stuff they teach you. It's like, damn, this is it's not intuitive stuff. You have no. to be learned. You have to be taught this stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just depending on movie well, scenes you've seen in the in the past. Like, fuck, did they well, did they push here or here? What did they do? Okay. Do you remember a boss?
2: If you had a nosebleed, what would your mom do? Put your head back. Put right? your head back. No, no, no. What you're doing is you're getting the blood back in your system, which will cause some uh, issues. Now they teach you pinch the nose and lean forward. Yeah. But for the longest it time, yeah. But for the longest time, I remember when I used to have nosebleeds, my mom used to put my head back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the- she was trying to kill me. I figured out. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, you're choking on the but blood. All they do is the blood's going back into your system, mm. right? And uh but now, no, you.
0: You but know, it's you put your head for it's it. It's right? one of those things where in ten years they'll be like, "Don't pinch the nose, you yeah. crazy fuck. It's you—you well, you clog the ears and take a step up with one leg, like you know. It's like well,
2: I well. That being said, I had a conversation <laughs> with a surgeon once. You know, going back to the uh, genes issue, with yeah, 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 yeah. So I was talking to the surgeon, and I said, "Hey, is there anything out there to clear your, clean your arteries, right?" And he's like, "Blueberries and kale, right?" He goes, "They've they've been known to work wonders." And I said, do you think they'll ever develop any, like, a vacuum to put in your arteries to, to clean up all the... Yeah. He's like, they might, right? So who knows what's going to happen 50, 20 years from now, It'll right? be like
0: when the dentist, the when they're doing it's the work plaque. and they suck up that extra, like, yeah. liquid. Yeah. <laughs> Just get that out of your yeah. arteries.
2: So you never know. It's
0: evolving like crazy. It is. It is. Um, ah, okay, I have, a, uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. What uh, when George when the George Floyd thing happened last year and the yeah. Black Lives Matter protest went crazy? Yeah. What happened in Toronto policing? Like, did was a there lot. like? Did would they're like okay, we're doing seminars. There's retraining. Yes. Be on the lookout for this. Yep. Like, what happened? Exactly like you said, a lot happened. Um, um,
2: we have a lot of anti-black racism training. Yeah. Right. My superintendent, Stacey Clark. Yeah.
0: She's shout actually, out to Stacy. <laughs> yeah. She's
2: actually taking the lead. Okay. So uh, she's been on a few committees, right, uh, uh, to better uh, you know educate officers and to have uh, anti-black racism. You know, frankly, you and me both know racism is out there. Yeah. It's, and it's easy for somebody who doesn't face it to deny it. Get oh, up, absolutely. Right? Racism flows easy in society, whether it's schools hospitals, right, banks, right, or airports, and the Toronto Police Service is no different, right? Racism, people. Wherever there's people. There you go.
1: In
0: uniform or not.
2: Yeah. So my superintendent, she's taking the lead on all these uh, anti-black racism training. So, uh, you know, we're due, and and I'm telling you right now, the service is doing a lot. Yeah. More than before. Yeah. And they're really reaching out, uh, uh, you know, to communities. Yeah. And, you know, for example, like a lot of people don't know, we do have a black consultative committee. Like in our within, within the Toronto Police Service with members, and uh, they're they're made up of civilians. We have a superintendent inspector and a liaison officer. Yeah, uh, uh, the liaison officer his name is Alfonso Cotter. So they, you know, we work hand in hand to address all these issues and working on projects. So it's 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 a good thing.
0: I'd like to know, like you having been in the force over twenty mm. years, mm. when you first entered, mm. the way that you know. The way that uh, racism manifested itself in the the precincts or whatever you want to call them versus yeah. now was it it was way worse back then or yes yes
1: like, unfortunately do
0: you remember being shocked like so let's say you have um, uh, white officer colleagues right yeah. so with the George Floyd thing there was two officers on standby who kind of just watched the whole thing and they're being charged accordingly yeah um, was there a lot of that thing there's a lot of that thing where it's like don't like you you as an officer who's there to support me you can't step up and contradict my actions in front of these people cuz we're on the same side right no,
2: that's not like that at all in Toronto police i will tell you right now yeah um and i've been on the road for a long time every single police officer i've worked with yeah they're professionals i'm, I'm telling you this I'm, yeah, 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 yeah yeah they're professionals there's none of that stuff and there's none of that like no it's
0: a boys club like not at yeah. all not at all no, I, I, from my experience for, for, I, yeah, can, yeah,
2: yeah. I can only Tell you from my experience, yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Right. And every single officer I've worked with, they're actually very dedicated. They get a nine one one call, it doesn't matter who it is, what neighborhood it, they're rushing there, right? And they will do whatever they can. And um uh so
0: But at the I, beginning it was different though, when you're saying like when you first got into the force.
2: So I'll tell you when So yeah. I got hired in ninety eight. Yeah. I started as a court officer. Yeah.
0: And that's like a bailiff, or what's a court officer?
2: Basically a bailiff, yeah. yeah. You're doing all the court stuff, bring up prisoners, dealing with court documents, gotcha. right? Uh, court security, basically. Okay. So gun? No gun? No gun. Okay. Uh, we get a pepper spray and baton. Okay. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> in 2000, I got hired as a police officer. Okay. 2001. Yeah. After 9/11. Oh yeah. I get put into 32 division. Okay. Okay. So, as was, a result of nine eleven? No, 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 no. That just was just coincidentally. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Right. Uh, I, actually, that was a division I picked. I wanted to go to. And thirty two is where physically. North York, it? North uh, York, yeah, okay. North oh, York, not far from uptown. Yeah, gotcha. So, yeah. yeah, we're just you're just yeah. south of the thirty two division.
0: And thirty two is something you wanted.
2: Why? Because I was a court officer in that area, yeah. so I knew the area very well. Gotcha. And I liked working in in uptown. Gotcha. Right. Because and I've
0: seen the officers already in thirty two.
2: Yes. Gotcha. And I did my training in downtown. I'm like, yeah. okay, let me try uptown now.
1: Yeah.
0: Right.
2: So I was only one of uh, three brown guys. Actually, one of two brown guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, I did feel some animosity. And some people were like, you know, um, had a few questions. Like, where were you? No, uh, no, no. I'll tell (laughs) you Where were you in September?
0: Uh, I was with you in training.
2: They found out I'm a Muslim. Yeah, okay. And a lot of officers at that time. Yeah. uh, Like I said, I was only one of two brown guys. Yeah. I didn't have much experience with Muslims or, or the South Asian community. Yeah. Right? So they had questions. Oh, yeah. And what I would do is out-educate, right? Um, saying, look, those guys are terrorists, right? Not You know, Muslims are... are, are we're everybody, yeah. Yeah, we're everybody. Doctors, lawyers, police officers like me, whatever. Yeah, there's right? over a billion. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, anywhere from 1.2, 1.7 now, right? So I had to do a lot of education. And, you know, there were a few officers where I... You know, unfortunately, I, I did see some whatever. Uh, I've received a cold shoulder. Yeah. But like I said, the service has changed a lot now. Yeah. We're a lot more diverse, a lot more training. And I'm really happy uh, the way we're, we are right now.
0: Hell yeah. You know what I've noticed? Toronto officers specifically are crazy diverse. Yeah. And I heard from someone that like, as a white guy, if yeah. you want to get a policing job, you got to go way the butt fuck out there nowhere. That's like, not you, true. <laughs> not true. Like you can't be a white guy getting a, a police job here because Th- Toronto, I guess, wants no, thanks ethnic. for ethnic. No,
2: thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Because I do hear it a lot from white males. That yeah. is
0: not true. That's not true.
2: If you're a white male, you can still apply. Yeah. Because this is what it is, okay? Yeah. We always get a lot of white males applying. Yeah. So there's no issue of white males applying. However, we don't get enough females yeah. or uh, racialized people applying. So all the recruiting sessions you see is mostly geared towards women and racial minorities to get them to apply.
0: Just because there's such a small piece of the pie, so to yes, speak. Yes, yeah.
2: right? Uh, so so there's always enough uh, amount what of— What guys
0: are going to be applying— yeah, Till the yeah. end of time. Yeah. So <laughs> I do get, I do
2: get, you know, I do get approached by white males yeah. saying, "Oh, are you guys hiring white males?" And then I have to say, "No, listen, we of course we are." Yeah. Right. And I explain to them, I go, "Look, we don't, we don't have an issue with white males applying. We do have issues with women." Yeah. And you know, visible minorities applying. So that's why we do recruit, and that's why you may they make may, an active effort. Yes. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. And That's why one may perceive that oh, they're only hiring minorities, which is not the case, right? We are always always seeking the best candidates. Gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, one class may have 90% white males, right? But that's just because that's uh, who
0: applied and that's who was the cream the most of the crop qualified. so to speak. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. You can't just be like, these guys are really qualified, but these guys are black. Well, <laughs> let let me put <laughs> let me put it, me put so, it this way. So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh my commu- the South Asian community. Yeah. Parents, yeah, they either want you to be a doctor, engineer, engineer, yeah. or lawyer, and of that's course. that was my mom. They don't want you to be a cop. No, no, my mom wanted me to be either a doctor, yeah, or a lawyer, right? And even my brother, my brother took three years of engineering at Ryerson, yeah, because my mom kept on pushing us, and my brother's like, no, this is not for me.
0: He's a firefighter now.
2: No, he works for IBM. Okay, executive oh, director. Yeah. So he, okay, well, so uh, things worked out yeah, in the end. But that's how most South Asians are geared to, of course. Right. But now I'm starting to see more and more geared towards policing, which is nice because we're having more and more applicants from the South Asian community.
0: And you, I, I'm sure you like that personally, right? Because it's like, yes, you know, because the more representation you have in the force, the less type of sh- cold shoulder stuff could happen that, that you were getting back yeah, in the day. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. Th- there's so much diversity within the force.
2: Well, here's my thing. I want to see every single unit and I want to see the uh, police service. Yeah. Reflect our, our communities. Right? Gotcha. That's what I want to see.
0: A Question about that: Do yeah. they specifically make an effort to be like, like I'm from? I grew up in London, Ontario. Yeah,
2: yeah. I Do saw they? one of your uh, Instagram. I love, I love <laughs> your. I always go out of my way to look at your posts whenever you post something. I appreciate. it, If I ever no.
0: get a speeding ticket or something, I'm calling you, dude. No, hey, it's
2: out of my hands. <laughs> no, go, no, no, I'm no every, your Everything's electronic now. It goes yeah. straight to the
0: prosecutors. I, uh, <laughs> still, I'll text you. I, I gotta figure. Something. I, I mean, can give you only, I don't get a lot of speeding tickets. Well,
2: here, here's my advice to everybody. Don't speed. Almost, a, don't speed. And almost every area that has a school, yeah. you can pretty much guarantee there's going to be a speed camera because that's where most of those speed cameras are located okay. by school. So don't, don't speed around children. Well, don't speed at all, but yeah. especially
0: around uh, schools. Where kids could be. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm like, and, and I always wondered, because like I went to school in Waterloo. Mm-hmm. Now I live in Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know, I lived in the States for years, a yeah. couple of years. Uh, and I always wondered like, do the police forces that are like a local police force? Do they like make? Do they look at the demographics of the city and then issue or or ensure that the police force literally reflects those demographics, or is it we're just whoever's the best is who's out there? That's how it is. That's how it is. Yeah, they don't go. But, oh, we have ten percent black. We need ten percent black cops. Yeah, they don't they do, do that. They don't do that. Gotcha. No, okay. no. Do you think you think that's a good idea or not? To no. go that route, you just or just keep it a meritocracy where the best are the people that are in uniform.
2: Best, I'll tell you why. Because if we ever, for example, uh, when I was at 32 division, yeah, uh, demographically uh, these are large uh, Korean, uh, Iranian, and uh, Russian population. So um, w- when I got on, let's just say I arrested somebody from um, uh, you know uh, that speaks Russian, yeah, and he's no Russian speaking officers. We would call other divisions to see if they have any Russian speaking officers to come and assist with the translation. Gotcha. Right? So yeah, it doesn't matter where, you know, if it's an, a black officer or whatever, we can always... You have a network system. Yes.
0: And pull as you. And know. what I
2: tell people, you know, I'm not a 23 division officer or a 32 division officer. I'm a
0: Toronto police officer. You so have access to... The so op- I can go anywhere in Toronto. That's awesome. Yeah. So when... What I'd like to know is nowadays when you see, um, like, how is racism as a police officer? Yeah. How do you... I don't know if this is a, even makes sense as a question, but how do you fight racism on a daily basis like how do you what do you see as far as like from as a from a cop point of view i just see it as like me personally oh someone gave me this or someone like i'm at an atm so i gotta be extra far from this person like that's my own experience but as a cop like is there a lot of racialized calls you're coming to or is it mostly like violence mostly accidents like you know
2: what i mean you know sadly i've unfortunately i've i've witnessed yeah right and and experienced racism I'll tell you, uh, I remember uh, I was at 32 Division a few years ago. Uh, we got a call on Avenue Road. There was a Muslim man yeah. dressed in traditional clothing. Yeah. He had a briefcase. Yeah. So he went to the bank. Yeah. Some person called in. Like saying these these are bomb. Days, days bomb. Yeah. So all of us rushed over. Was this around 911 or this is like No, no, this was four, three, four, five, six, seven, six years after 911. Okay. Right? What? But remember the TV shows are still going yeah, yeah, yeah. portraying 706 yeah. is still
0: very much yeah. in the 911 phase yeah. by the way.
2: And then we came. This guy was very nice and he's yeah. like, "You know what, officers, I was actually expecting something like this to happen. It, it wasn't the first time to happen to yeah. him." Yeah. And he's like, "Ah." Yeah. yeah. And no. <laughs> and I was so angry, yeah. right? That this person called. Yeah. And I actually was trying to call this person back. To say the one who made the call, who made originally. the phone call, yeah, ask him like you know why would What's he? What's your deal? You yeah, know, well, well, like what made you think this person had a bomb, right? He wouldn't. He wouldn't answer. It's
0: like, well, I just I see something, say something.
2: Yeah, and and another t- and see what happens. Some, you know, sometimes police will get caught up and things like this, right? And then police will be blamed. Another time. Um, There was a black male walking in a predominantly white neighborhood in 32 Division. Yeah. And then uh, somebody called in and said, there's a suspicious suspicious male walking. Yeah. We have to respond. Yeah. Right? It's our job. We have to respond. And then we went. And, you know, imagine this person, like, they're just walking on the street. Yeah. And then they're getting approached, right? And sadly, you know, this is, we were getting calls like this. And I remember another time.
0: uh, As a cop, Who's responding to that? So, so you get a call, yeah, and then the the nine the dispatcher yeah puts it into a system yeah and this the closest cop physically to that call gets the now, they say yes, go there yes. It didn't used to be like that.
2: No, before uh,
0: it used to be They're like give to give this one a Johnson. No, no, <laughs> yeah. whatever
2: call whatever car is uh yeah, no.
0: Get get Johnson on this yeah, one. Yeah, get, get Johnson. <laughs> no. no. He's in Sudbury. Well no. get him on the fucking road then.
2: <laughs> no, no, what it was, whatever car was free. Yeah. Right? But now we have a system where whichever car is closest to that vicinity, call, yeah. Yeah, will will be dispatched.
0: So you approach and, and, and they they say, uh and they give you all the information of the call. Yeah. Suspect is African-American, uh, suspicious yeah. in this. Do you, in your mind, go, this scene, do you do you think, oh, this could be a sketchy person? Or do you go, oh, I know that area. The well, call sounds like it's just a fucking black guy walking through. Me, as a like, police officer, got, racialized, yeah. I know. Right? Yeah. I know. So when you get there, you go, do you, do you got it? So you get there, you find the guy. Yeah. And you go... Someone called saying this is suspicious, and the person's like, Oh, you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. and then it's just this awkward conversation. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm just say, And hey, then listen. you ask, and then you just got to be like, well, What are you doing here? Well, what I usually
2: do yeah. is I'll just observe the person, right? Uh, before going talk to them. Yeah. Right? And if I see this person just walking, not looking into homes or the body language into vehicles, shows. It, yeah. Then, uh, then already I know. I have some evidence. Okay, this calls. there's no credibility to this call, yeah, right? Yeah. But I still have to go and talk to this
0: person. But sometimes it is someone it is. who has Well, I'll tell Ill you, for intent. example,
2: break enters. Yeah. Uh, there's a misconception. People think it happens at nighttime. Mo- majority of them happen during the day. Oh, yeah. So what they do, uh, these guys, and it's always the same modus operandi. They'll come knock on the door. If nobody answers, they'll you know, use a prying tool to either enter the front door or the back door. And we'll get calls where somebody will come knock on the door and, and, you know, say, for example, you'll answer. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, somebody is home. And they'll be like, oh, uh, is John here? Oh, I must get the wrong house. Right? And, the per, you know, and that person will say, hey, listen, some did, suspicious did, person came and knocked on our door, asked for John. And me being a police officer, no, that person was probably trying to break in. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'll go and question them saying, what are you doing, this and this, Right. But so for
0: all you thieves out there Don't do that Say you're a Jehovah's Witness yeah. Okay the cops are on to you guys Oh is John, is John here? Yeah. You fucking idiot Get that, out of here That's
2: pretty common yeah. That's what they do And it's, it's not hard right Like yeah. you know you could if, if you're one of these guys You drive around You see somebody leaving their house Right It's that easy No cars in the garage yeah. Or
0: sorry No cars on the driveway yeah.
2: Well even this summer A lot of people leave their cars On the driveway And go on vacation
0: Oh yeah So, you're right.
2: so what they do is They always They knock on the door The knock system. Yeah so, damn. but there's always ways, like if you go on, on, on our websites for yeah. crime prevention tips, yeah. right? Even putting longer nails in your doors to reinforcing your windows, things like that
0: helps. Earlier, you were talking, you went to Saudi Arabia and yeah. in my mind, I would think, is it weird for you to go to other countries? You have no authority in jurisdiction. It is. <laughs> is that weird? It is. You're like, stop. Oh, wait, I'm not in Canada.
2: Well, I'll <laughs> tell you, for example, I was at a hotel. Yeah. And then um, I uh, in the hotel I entered through the uh, wrong door. Yeah. There's a security guard, and he's like, "Hey, wrong door!" And I started laughing because no one ever said that to me. I'm usually saying that in, to people. Usually
0: in uniform. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. And
2: it felt a little bit awkward. You're like, yeah, right. And I looked up. I'm like, "Oh, I'm. So- I apologize." And then I went through the right
0: door, but it was just kind of awkward. Somebody saying it to me when yeah. I normally say you're like, "Dang, this is a regular people yeah. feel." I hate this. Yeah. That's so funny. I, yeah. I I always picture the the movies how they show jurisdiction. Like, yeah. like if you're driving out of Toronto and like you're about to enter Milton, mm-hmm. the the criminal just is trying to make it to Milton because in Milton well, you can't touch him anymore.
2: <laughs> well, is there any
0: truth to stuff like
2: that? Well, no, we're police officers. Yeah, so we have jurisdiction everywhere. Yeah, right. Uh, but I'll tell you, uh, you know, I live in Peel. Yeah. And uh, Which is a whole county, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, particularly Brampton. Yeah. And I've noticed there's a lot more bad drivers in Brampton. Oh, yeah. I used to live in Brampton. Yeah. Totally unpredictable drivers. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I'll leave work. I enter Brampton. And I'll have somebody do something very dangerous. Right? I'm in my own personal car. And I'm like, man, like, I want to stop this. I'm not in my police car. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, it, it's awkward. I'm like, I can't do anything. Right? But I have times I've called Peel Police. I said, "Listen, I'm an off-duty police officer. These two cars are racing. They almost kill somebody. I'll give them the plate description, and then
0: like someone will handle. Yeah, them. yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, like it's 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 such a crazy job to me. And what's the relationship between police and OPP? Is it like?" Are you know, like in the movies? Oh, rivalry! Like, no, I've, I've, I've read, you know, like you'd be yeah, in yeah. a scene and OPP yeah. will show up. Be like, who's that? Yeah. Who's in charge here? And you come up, yeah. I am. He goes, not anymore. You'd be best to g- have your men offload onto my men. And then <laughs> the guy comes with aviators and he's in a suit. What was know? that? State Trooper? What was that scene from State Trooper? Or like, I think it's from The Fugitive. Like FBI. Oh. Like, but no, like, I, is it? Are are the OPP kind of like? The big brothers or like, what's the dynamic between a cop and OPP? We all have the same powers. Yeah. Right? Even our CMP officers, we all have the same powers.
2: Uh, you know, they mainly deal with uh, highways or provincial uh, jurisdictions like cities. But when I was at 32 and 23, I used to come across them all the time. Either they would, you know, drive into our areas and come across something or I'd be on the highway.
0: I have a great relationship with them. Never, ever any yeah. issues. Uh, historically, has there been any, any? Not that I know of. Yet? No. No, I don't. My in my head, I, I like to sensationalize things. Yeah, no, I. Well, you know, the no, movies.
2: I, I've, every interaction I had with an OPP officer has been great. Even RCMP. Yeah. Like whenever these, like uh, uh, somebody coming, a uh, like dignitary. Yeah. I would run across. It has to be RCMP. Yeah. Yeah. And we have our own bodyguard unit. Yeah. But every interaction I've had with RCMP and OPP, it's been great. Yeah.
0: Okay, I, I know I gotta get you out of here soon, so I just wanna. Uh, or this is just like I'm, my mind's like, fuck. I, I have, Listen, I got, I'll come back. Yeah, yeah Indian, I'll come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Even. I know you gotta you I, gotta go I, protect or whatever, yeah. but uh, I uh, I gotta know from uh, from an immigrant point of view, I ask these questions every uh, yeah I, uh, yeah. Um, so you said you're Indian, right? Yeah. You, have you gone back like since you were many times? You've got many times. Yes.
2: And I'm so happy. Yeah. I
0: work for the Toronto Police.
2: Explain, man. I I. Like, you know, I, when I went to India, I I there's no system like we have here. People take our system for granted, right? You call, I, I forgot what the emergency number is there, but you're not going to get the correct response like we do here. It's like a 10-digit number. And I asked my relatives, I go, hey, like, what happens if, if somebody, you know, something happens like a murder or whatever? And they're like, hey, you basically have to pay the police to investigate.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. It's like just... That level of corruption at that point, where it's like I wouldn't say that level. Yeah,
2: certain situations, yes. Yeah, right. Um, but then you know I hear other good stories about about the uh, police service as well. Yeah, like I see on the internet and all that. Yeah, but all I'm gonna say is when I've gone to other countries, I am just telling people be happy you have a police service like we do.
0: Yeah, I mean, not
2: all interactions go well. Right, But at least people
0: are showing up. At least there's a phone number to but call. But you have a phone num- number yeah. to
2: call. And there's always a mechanism, right? Where, you know, like, say I come in and investigate something and you don't like the way it is. Yeah. Right? I'll put in a report and we'll go to our detective's office and they'll take a second look at it. Gotcha. Right? And so there's always like a mechanism. So...
0: Have you... Has anyone ever tried to bribe you in Canada? Into, th- You know
2: what? <laughs> Interestingly enough, yes.
1: <laughs> How did it go I down? pulled
2: over somebody <laughs> once years ago for... Uh, they were s- suspended. Yeah. And they try saying, listen, I'll give you an Armani suit. <laughs> and I was like, what did you just say? Armani? First of all, I'm not an Armani fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But second, yeah. I say, listen, you know, uh, bribery, and official is a very serious offense here. So be careful,
0: right? And um, he's like, but do you have Fendi? <laughs> <yeah.
1: And> then, <laughs> yeah.
2: then they'll just you say, like, oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure you were just 44 joking. 44 large. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they're like, oh, no, I was joking. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you're joking. Or I'll have people say, oh, is there any... Is there any other way we can handle this, right? So I'm like, listen, then.
0: no. Like, no. oh, that—that's the way. To, that's the way of that's like, not bribing, do. but yeah. also
2: like keeping it. Like,
0: is there another solution here, yeah. <laughs>
2: officer? Yeah. No, no. I I take pride in my job. I'm very loyal to the service. Yeah. But being loyal does not mean I have to be, you know, like an enforcer or be strict. Yeah. Being loyal, right, to the service means being a good police officer, which means helping people, no matter what it is. And I'll tell you. When I was on the road, I didn't go after people for little things. Like my threshold was pretty high, right? Like, you know, if like, you went through a red light stop sign or going 30, 40 over, yeah. I'm going to get you because that's dangerous. Yeah. But I'm not If You're I not stop
1: 15 over.
2: No. Yeah. If, if I stop you for little things, yeah. like, for example, if I pull you over, you don't have your documents in order, I'm not going to – I'm going to most likely give you a caution. And that's how most police officers are, right? We're not out there to get you. We're there to educate, right? But unfortunately, some people need <laughs>
0: to be charged, When, when, like, I I did most of the times I ever got speeding tickets, Mm -hmm. I was 25 and younger. All my speeding tickets, I never got a speeding ticket since, like, for since 25, right? But uh, for the future, Mm -hmm. what is the best way to get out of a speeding ticket? I'm talking you were 25 over. You're in that zone where it's like you can obviously, you want to, like, be cooperative, obviously,
2: right? The best way? Yes. The best Don't wo- speed.
0: No, come on. Give me one. There come is on, no, no way. No, no, no. Don't no, speed. No, I don't accept <laughs> There's it. There's a way. What is the best like, uh, I just really got to pee. Let me Does put, that work? No, I'll tell you why.
2: Yeah. I've had that excuses. Yeah. So these two things I look at. First, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You're leaving home. So how could you just start peeing when you're leaving home? Yeah. Secondly... <laughs> It's like, I got a tiny (laughs) butt. Now, secondly, you know, these Tim Horns, McDonald's, right, where you could have stopped to use the washroom, and you didn't do that. You chose to speed at a dangerous high levels, right? For example, the collision I just came from, like I said, there are two babies in a car and another woman. It did appear that speed might have been a factor. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Um, Dufferin at that location is a 50 zone.
1: Yeah.
0: And you can tell by like the breaking marks of tires. Like, Everything.
2: There's a lot of evidence, especially the high impact, right? Uh damage. Oh, like they're just crumpled cars. Yes, you don't get yes. that from Yeah. You're not gonna get that from a car going ten kilometers, right? Yeah. So but, that's why.
0: But nowadays though, the, cause cars are designed to just crumple. Yes. And I've it's seen funny. I just saw yeah. cars that have hit at thirty kilometers an hour yes. and the whole front end went. Yes. In. I'm yes. like, what the hell? They're making cars. From plastic. If and you, then people walk out. That's the well, part. Is The whole point is that people just walk out with nothing
2: on them. I, I am so shocked how Canada Safety can allow these vehicles out sometimes from what I see. Uh, when I was a traffic guy uh, earlier in my career, I used to come across collisions with cars from the 90s and 80s versus the cars built after 2000. And you would see cars built in the 80s. And 90s. They're solid. They're rock solid with little damage. And the cars after 2000, they have like…
0: The most damage. Yeah. yeah. And it's just incredible. But I don't you, know how those cars are being allowed. But you know what it is though? It's because they've engineered them for the car to take the whole collision. So now the 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 human leaves. Yeah. But that car that is just dinged, that guy's his whole well, his whole chest cavity is collapsed. So I'll tell you a story. Last year, yeah. no, twenty nineteen.
2: Everything I'm talking about is 2019. Yeah. 2020 was a write off. Was Did, it for policing? Was it a write-off? No, no, no. We still got the same amount of calls. But it was it was different how? It was all COVID stuff? No. We yeah. still responded to the same yeah. calls. We yeah. just had to mask and up, mask the glasses, right? Gotcha, yeah. yeah. But I was coming home after uh, evening shift. Yeah. It was 2 in the morning. I was dead tired. Yeah. Just snowed. And I live in a corner house. So you could imagine I get everybody snow. Yeah. And I usually get greeted with a nice 5-foot solid ice wall when I come home. From the... From the... Snow plower. plower, yeah. So anyways, I'm like, oh, I'm dead tired. It was a tough shift. So... I'm like okay. Let me just shovel, a little bit, for the car to get in, and then in the morning when I wake up, I'll finish it off. Right. Yeah. And anyways, I I parked the car on the side. I I got a shovel out. It was it was hard, man. It was like I was in prison. It was like chipping. breaking yeah. it, yeah, chiseling away. So anyways, I I I made enough right for my car to get through. Went back in my car, as I went through the uh, passenger uh, front side, lightly. In my opinion, lightly touched the. Uh, the ice bank, it ripped my whole bumper off. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> right? And it wasn't even hard. It was the tiniest touch. Ever. And I'm like, oh, crap. Right? And then I'm like, I'm like I'm, I'll am like, i deal with this in the morning. Park on my driveway. I couldn't sleep because of that. Yeah. So I didn't have a good sleep. I woke up. I called a, a body shop uh, who I've used before. And they're like, okay, bring it down. Tape it up. Bring it down. And maybe we could just put it back. And he's like, no, we can't put it back because it's ripped. So it cost me $800. Oh, my just God. Just for that little... And he told me, like, this uh, friend of mine said, these cars, these days, are made out of plastic. Any slightest touch will cause damage, scratch, and stuff.
0: And you, as a cop, you don't get some sort of discount, dude? No, no. <laughs> you go in a an no. uniform and be like, really, $800? It, I, no. $800? First, it's first like of really? all... I'll seems like a your permit is uh, out of date. First of
2: all, I'll get in a lot of trouble if I did that. And <laughs> Come I, on. Yeah, right, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get fired over that. But second, I'll tell you, it's funny. I did this documentary, and we went to eat after. And they're like, oh, don't you uh, get free food and all that? And that's what I say. I say, you know what? I go, you know, there are some places where they try to offer us discounts, right? But I don't want anything free or, or a discount. I'll tell you why, and I'm being honest. Because there's always someone that has to pay for that. So gotcha. I so I always look at it. You know that person owns a restaurant. Yeah, they pay the employees. Yeah, they pay rent, hydro. Mm. I don't want to take that out for me. I don't. Uh, you know, a a dollar, two dollar. You know, is, is is something for them. It's nothing for me. Yes.
0: So no, please, just charge me the full amount. I respect that, but I, I bet you people. Once you tell them not, they go. Now nah, you're definitely not paying. Now you're look at the modesty on this. No, guy. no, you're well, definitely not paying.
2: Well, there was a few times where. They're like, no, 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 right? Yeah, they kept yeah. saying it's free. I'm like, no, I don't want it for free and I can't take it for free. Yeah. Let me. They're like, no, 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 no. And, they, and it, it got, a few times it got heated. I'm like, oh my, and it was making a scene. So I just put whatever it was on the table and I walked that's away. That's immigrant style. I'm yeah. paying. No, yeah. I will not pay. Yeah. I will pay. I will pay. No, it's just, no, but that's how I always look at it. I go, look, that person has I rent to pay. That. that person has their employees to pay. No, just, it's it's fine, right? Just charge me.
0: Uh, okay, last question and I'll let you get out of here. Sure. Um, In all of your years in the forces, maybe two questions, but in all of your years in the forces, what is the number one reason that gets a police officer fired? Criminal charges. If they do anything criminal. Does it, do you see that a couple times a year? How often does it, like a cop you find out is also like doing some deal with drug dealers or like he, or like they'll, they'll, like how often do cops do a drug raid and just take a bunch of the drugs? Not very
2: often. I've heard like one or two cases like that. Yeah. Right. Um. But it's not very often, no. Because, like I said, like everything else, the Toronto Police Service evolves, right? So now with every raid, there has to be a a uniform sergeant on scene. Yeah. And a lot of times it has to be recorded on video. Gotcha.
0: Oh, so so you can't be like putting wads of cash in here? Because I always think, why don't the cops... Like, if I showed up, if I was a cop, and I show up at a drug den, and you got the criminals, and there's a stack of money, why not take fucking... Six hundred, a thousand, put in your pocket. Who cares? It's going into what? Like when you guys seize a million in cash, yeah, it just goes right into the the budget of the well, Toronto police Office. Like, no, where no, does no, that no.
2: money go? Where do all the drugs go? So when we seize cash, yeah, right, it's called for for, for uh, proceeds of crime. Yeah, it goes to the Ministry of Attorney General. Yeah. So in turn, you know, it goes towards taxpayers. So go,
0: okay. Well, I, yeah. it seems like it goes in Canada's pocket. No, put no, a little no. in your pocket.
2: We don't collect anything. Okay. Right. And, you know. What about
0: uh, like a lot of
2: cocaine is seized? What happens with that? So, what we do is there's a process where when we seize the drugs, uh, we take it to our property room. Yeah. We package it up. We yeah. weigh it yeah. for evidence. Yeah. And it goes to Canada's uh, uh, drug lab where they, they're they the use only it ones. it for research or no, something? No, no, no. They're the only um, uh, authority that can uh, certify drugs just because I you know I see some white powder yeah it may not be cocaine gotcha I'm not an expert gotcha we seize it then we send it over to them and they'll do their lab test and like yeah it's cocaine they'll send us a certificate which we' we'll re uh, use in evidence in court
0: so when they send you that certificate that is now for the criminal case for that yes. person yeah but they have 10 pound a hundred kilos of something it that's all been it infer- eventually all gets destroyed it gets destroyed yeah they don't use it for like research or I don't know really
2: no interesting yeah yeah but it's just
0: yeah you know i i wasn't uh i'm surprised there isn't more foul play you know it just seems to me like no one,
2: no it just goes back to you know the police officers seeking the best yeah right the toronto police gotcha seeking, yeah, right and that's why you said that yeah they look we look for people with good moral character right um and you know yeah and sure a few will fall off the wagon like any other workplace you hear about it on the news, right? And it's quite shocking when I read about it because like guess a majority of police officers are professionals, right? But when you, w- most of the police officers, we do an extensive background check, right? To make sure this person is good. So, uh, and that helps a lot. You know, I've been to a lot of homes where it was a single occupant where they passed away from yeah. natural causes. Yeah. They would have hundreds of dollars worth of cash in their
0: possession or... Or uh, jewelry, yeah. And there's no that video camera person is not there because it's not a raid.
2: Yeah, and you know, I never wanted to cross my mind to yeah, take it. Yeah, of I, course, of course. That's if, they, if then these then you, are, if these are next of kin, we'll turn it over to them. Yeah, make them sign our memo book, or we'll just seize it. Yeah, and then it will go. You know, we'll go to the government, right? But we uh, don't have a next of kin.
0: If I robbed the dead, I'd be afraid of ghouls and, yeah, and spirits and shit. I <laughs> me you know too. I mean? yeah. yeah, I don't want to fuck with them. Yeah,
1: I'm afraid of them too. I, <laughs> I love it, dude. Okay, yeah.
0: but hey. Uh, I'm going to get you out of here because I know okay. you got to leave. Uh, you want to look right into the camera and let them know, the people know where to find you, how to get your um, radio station, Instagram, all that.
2: No problem. Folks. First of all, Abbas, thank you for having me. Uh, I really enjoyed pleasure. it. Pleasure. I do want to come
0: back. At, yes, 100%. Uh, and I'll bring more officers as well. <laughs> oh, shit, uh, dude. folks. People are going to think I'm a snitch. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Listen. Yo, it's like, yo, it's for the podcast. I'm, I'm looking at my neighbors. It's for the podcast. Oh, that guy's an informant. Yeah. I'll come out with, I'm like, yeah,
2: thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. This uh, is critical information. It's like,
0: <laughs> shh, get the fuck out
2: <laughs> No, I. Uh, so once again, my name is Constable Meir Minhaj Lodi. Oh, here, just Constable Mirmanhaj Lodi. I am the South and West Asian Liaison Officer for the Community Partnership Engagement Unit. My job mandate is to engage, go to community events. Um, so if you need to reach me, you can reach me on Instagram at M I R L O D H I. You'll see a nice picture of me. Facebook, once again, Constable Mir Lodi, or email me at nine nine seven six five at tps.ca. If you get a chance, listen to me on the radio. 101.3 FM every Mondays at 5.30. If you're not
0: near a radio, Google the link. CMR101.3 FM Mondays at 5.30. Awesome. And as always, all of that will be in the description below. So you'll be able to have links and you'll be able to just click them and uh, get connected with Constable over here. From my end, if you want to support the show directly or check out bonus episodes, check out patreon.com slash the immigrant section. Constable, this has been a pleasure a couple months from now I'd love to have you back on I'd love to come back This, because then this has been like the first one and the next time we'll just get into the nitty gritty listen if you g- bring me back in a couple of months yeah.
2: I will tell more juicy stories of me and racism
0: oh shit he's, he was holding some stuff back but no hey, I just <laughs> ran out of time I have a lunch <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna that's what it was it wasn't criminals was like I no. got a luncheon meeting <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but hey until next time y- y'all have been great like, comment, subscribe all that stuff until next time peace peace <laughs> you